Uh, let's bring in Leon Benjamin. As I mentioned, he's a pastor in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, the Gremlins uh, took over uh, your laptop for a second there. Uh, but Pastor uh, Leon Benjamin, good morning and welcome to American Summit. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Ed and Karen. Look, God is moving. He's moving fast and he's not taking any prisoners. We're going to take back America. We're going to put back the House back. We're going to get the uh, Senate back. We're going to get the, the uh, President Trump back. Every, everybody's coming back, Ed and Karen. <laughs> I love excited. that. That's great. I, you know, that's giving me more faith just even you saying that, that four sentences right there. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I'm not a pastor, but I, I, I know when God's talking to me. And uh, this gentleman here to my right, Pastor Leon Benjamin, is uh, one of the most fearlessly unapologetic believers in the power of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Now, all four House of Representative seats in Hampton Roads are being contested. And, and I'm telling you, some great people. Um, it's, it's, it's a fresh uh, feeling uh, to know that people now, regardless of party, they want change. What about our nation? We come together with less divisiveness. We're so divided over everything. Uh, is that not the answer that we come together and at least agree that we have one common goal in this world? We don't have a few seconds left, sir. Yeah, you know, we're, we're all under, under, under God, one human, one human, one human race, not black, white, wet, yellow, brown, red or yellow, uh, one human race, and we can come together through Jesus. He gave us the solution. Big hug and welcome all of you back to the BCP podcast. We have a special guest today, my friend and brother, Bishop Leon Benjamin. Some know him as one of the great orators and speakers on the Reawaken tour. Some know him as pastor of two different congregations, one in Virginia one in Oklahoma. Some may know him as a state congressional candidate or the host of the weekly Be Alert News on Brideon. Some may know him as being friendly and chummy and close to great MAGA people like the Trumps, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn and Sidney Powell. And some like myself just love this man because of his passion for God, family, and this nation. And he is with a great mission with MAGA Black because it is the black vote that is going to make the difference in the 2024 triumph of MAGA and President Trump and his return to the Oval Office. Here is an insightful and deep dive into a few th different topics and areas with my friend and brother, Pastor Leon Benjamin. All right, so we have a lot of important things to talk about. 
prior to the BCP podcast family seeing and hearing this, I've given them a glowing introduction uh, to you, Bishop Leon. But in your own words, who are you? What do you do? And more importantly, why do you do it? Well, first and foremost, thank you so much, James, BCP. I love you. I had a chance to meet you. And it was definitely an honor, a treat, and a treasure, man, just to be face-to-face and hang out in uh, San Diego uh, when we were out there in California together. And as you, as you can plainly see, I'm a child of God. I love the Lord. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a husband of 32 years coming up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and uh, I'm a father of three. I'm a pastor that uh, just, you know, God called me to just love on people. And I'm also a Navy combat veteran. I served in the Gulf Wars doing Desert Shield, Desert Storm. And I love my country. And I've learned to love it more. Put it like that. Sometimes you can take things for granted, right? And yeah. you don't know what you got until you till you lose it. Or right now, I can say, literally, we're on the verge of losing one of the greatest nations of all time, you know, next to Israel. And... uh Man, I'm I'm ready to fight, man. I'm a fighter. <laughs> if people know me, I mean, I don't I don't mince words, and I and I try to be as what is that uh, correct as I can, but politically correct, I mess it up because I end up saying something because <laughs> my God did not give me opinions; He gave me His word. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. Now I I can attest that uh, that. You are a loving guy, just just so uh, the family knows, and you know this because you're part of the BCP uh, family. Is that I I tell people that when you meet me, hug me like I'm. That's just you know how I am. Um, you know the black Latino side, both sides of I come from a huggy family. Either way, you can attest. But you're you're the minute we like you know obviously we knew, we knew each other from like texting, talking on the phone, and and videoing and that kind of stuff. But there is some kind of magic when you finally get to meet someone in person. And yes. so, you know, so I arrived there. You were uh, in San Diego for the uh, Turning Point USA uh, Pastors Conference. And immediately when I saw you, now I'm a small guy, right? I'm 5'3". You are yeah. not. You're a big guy. But you're like a big teddy bear. Like, I just had to give you a big hug uh, yes. when we first met because just you have that same, like, love and energy, uh, you know, that that uh, I think that's I think that that's why we vibe so well together because we just had we just have that same thing. And uh, I love I love your introduction. Th- so thirty two years, wow. Yeah, yeah. I met my wife in high school, not knowing that a few years later, after I graduated, we'd be getting married. <laughs> wow. So I graduated in eighty six, and we got married in ninety one. Wow. Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. All right. Here, so we're we're in this very interesting. Uh, situation. And I want to talk about MAGA Black. I want to talk about what you are doing uh, personally, uh, what you're like, you're, you run two ministries, right? In two different states. And on yeah. top of all that, you're also uh, helping us stop the steal and rigging attempt uh, in 2024. Uh, you know, a lot of the people in the game that have been working hard uh, on this, 
uh, from Sidney Powell, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, and other people. You're very well connected in what a lot of, I would say, big name patriots uh, out there are doing. So if you could give us, if you could give us a, a lay of the land of what you're doing and what you have knowledge of others are doing to prepare for a landslide victory for President Trump in 2024. Yeah, thanks so much, James, for the opportunity, man. I was so glad when you reached out to me, but um, I'm excited now. I'm, I'm not even apologizing now for, for taking back our nation and for standing for truth and for justice and for what is right when it comes to our our biblical values, our Judeo-Christian values, I'm not apologizing. And MAGA Black, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a saying that's coming out now, Black, Brown, and White unite. <laughs> you know, it's, it's about bringing our nation together. Look, and every, and every color in between, bringing us together is what's going to stop the onslaught of the tyrannical uh communistic, socialistic, Marxist government that has infiltrated our great nation uh, to stop the steal is that we must unite. We must come together and go in. Uh, as I say, it's revolutionary. I, I, I can't think of any other word than revolutionary that we go back into where it all started in the, in, in the, in the, in the common community with common shared values going back to where it all started, right, right, I say right in the hood, you know, right in your backyard. That's, that's where it all started. Uh, and our founding fathers understood that one day, like Benjamin Franklin said to the, to the young lady, what have you, what have you produced, sir? And he said, daughter, a republic, not a democracy, because I love when you explain democracy, <laughs> not a democracy, a republic, if you can keep it. If you can keep it, sir, this is my part now. If you can keep it, sir, yeah. If you can find out how we took it, took our freedom from the British and you now work the same work and sustain that, you'll keep the Republic. It's revolutionary. And being able to talk to the common person about everyday issues is what our founding fathers wanted to, to uh, those persons who could talk about everyday issues to go in and run the government for a short period of time. I'm, I'm for, I'm for term limits, by the way, I ran for Congress. You know, I ran in 2020. I ran in 2022. I ran in a special election in 2023 because my opponent was sick and he ran anyway, and he died three weeks right after the election. So he got in, but he died. Mm. So I remember this telling thing, you this this thing about staying in staying in politics forever was not the original intent of the founding fathers in writing the constitution it was everyday people like i know you always talk about i'll never run i'll never go to i'll never go to dc i can't stand it but you are the very person that everybody would vote for and go, look, stay up there for a few years, six years, and bring your tail back home, but go up there and solve some problems. And that's what it's all about. And 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 getting President Trump back in, and he is, even though he is a, a brash New Yorker and everybody don't like his tweets and don't like the way he talks, that man loves, first and foremost, he loves Jesus. He loves this country and he loves Let's put it in the right order. He loves God, he loves his family, and he loves this country. 
without a shadow of a doubt. And he is willing to sacrifice his very livelihood. When is the last time you heard Biden give up a paycheck? What quarter did he give up a paycheck? Have you heard? I haven't heard. I've... <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go in. MAGA Black, go in on the ground, revolutionary, talk to Black, Brown, and White Unite. And, and we have a blueprint, of course. We're not going in blind. We're going in with our, you know, uh, those infrared uh, binoculars that can see in the dark. Because <laughs> it's dark now. We're living in the last days. And I know everybody wants the Antichrist to come. Now, I'm a pastor. And I'm, I'm even saying, shut up. Stop wanting it to be the end without a good fight. Why would you want to bring in the end so quick and bring Jesus in and you haven't even given the Antichrist a black eye. Come on now. What, what, what is wrong with that? Let's organize from the grassroots because uh, General Flynn always said it. He's a good friend of mine. And I talked to him the other day. He says all, all action is local. Local action leads to national impact. And me and you got some of the very same friends. As a matter of fact, Patrick Burns, a very good friend of mine and, and yours. I mean, that's who put us on the line together. I mean, Patrick Burns and no, Mike Lindell, all these people are fighting for this nation. Moms for Liberty, Kimberly Fletcher, and so many, so many others that are out there. Roger Stone. These people, they they look like phenomenons. Comp, you know, but but they're but they but they have connected themselves to everyday people. You would think General Flynn would just stay in a cubbyhole somewhere. That man is out there on stages, reawaken tour. He's going into the hood. <laughs> Bobbing shops. He doesn't care talking to anybody. And that's what MAGA Black is all about. We got to get back to revolutionary style uh, type of politics. Not this party. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. Rhinos. I do. Yeah. Just the, the establishment, uh, you know, the whether, establishment. It's, yeah, whether it's D.C. or state capital, you know, they have the culture of elitism doesn't matter uh, which side they are they just get in there they think they're better than everyone else and we're just uh worker bees or what have you now when we were uh past leon when we were in san diego it was either a few days before or a few days after that there was a rap video being filmed uh that you're telling me about that was pro-trump or something like that yeah i mean there was a couple of guys as you know uh maurice uh uh simonette or, or known as michael um blacks for trump was working with some some rappers who were putting together uh some videos and they and and look i call it mugs and thugs <laughs> crips and bloods for trump i mean it's it's all coming out now when when you see the rappers talking about you know there's one rap out there called uh free donald trump lock joe biden up <laughs> And when, when you see that happening, when you see the, the gangs, the Crips, the Bloods, when you see people that don't normally don't, don't not even seemingly paying any mind to politics start jumping in, oh yeah, MAGA Black is ready. Blacks for Trump. Any any organization, and I'm not using the word black facetiously neither. I happen to be a, a black man, but I'm not a black leader. I just happen to be a leader. I'm a leader who happens to be black. And so I, I feel uh, I'm not going to let them <laughs> abuse my color when God gave me the color to use. There's a big difference in abuse of color and using the color he gave you. Mm. 
And I'm not going to be ashamed talking about, well, I'm yellow and this. No, I'm black. I got a little bit of Irish in me. That's why I told me and General Flynn we're cousins. <laughs> but I came originally from the, what, from Cameroon. I'm from the Congo. But then, you know, how did we get over here? Well, come on now. How did we get over here? God got us over here. Hell and high water. That's how we got over here. Through, through indentured servitude or, in, or slavery, whatever. God got us over here to make a difference. And at such a time as this, you and I, BCP James, are at the tip of the spear. I love your show, man. I can't help it. I was, <laughs> matter of fact, when you text me, I was watching your show <laughs> about what's going on with Marjorie Telly Green and, 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 and why she's standing up for, for people who've been hit with COVID-19. I mean, you stay on the edge and uh, I, I'm praying for your own television network. Some some big sponsors is going to come and say, look, just get out there and just say what you want to say and we'll back you. But I, I, I love watching your show. Just, th just thank you so much for staying at the tip of the spear and not apologizing. Uh, for what you say um, with 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 character, of course, because you, you say it, giving everybody a fair shot. You know, you're not even 100 percent with Trump. Who's who should be 100 percent with Trump? Come on now. You can't be 100 percent with anybody but Jesus. Everybody mm -hmm. else is come on, man, is falling short of the glory of God. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we can't be 100 percent with anybody down here. You know, but 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 we but we do have discernment. And Trump is the one to be put in the office, in the over office in 2024. Without a shadow of a doubt. I, I'm not even blinking. You see anybody blinking? When when they blink, they might as well get slapped. There's no time to wink at this. There's there we don't have any time. And if 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 we don't have enough uh fortitude, fortissimo uh fortitude the gall to say that this man deserves a second term, not just because of Kim Clement and the prophecies, but just because it makes sense. Biden has jacked up everything. And yeah. any Democrat that's running right now should be running from Biden. They should be running. They'd be like, oh my God, when he comes in the room, everybody should just scatter. And so it just makes sense. MAGA Black is all about taking our communities back. It, does, it doesn't matter. So it's grassroots, right? Because um, what you're saying, and, I, and, and, and this is something very important, like on my show the other day, uh, when we were talking uh, about what's going on in, in, in DC, you know, I shot a letter off, of, off to my, my congressman and, and, and showed that on the show and invited people to do that. It's participatory, right? We're supposed to participate. It's not just we sit back. I think that's part of the problem that we just sat back and, you know, we have this idea, whether it's Trump or it's someone else going to come in, you know, some cavalry is going to come in and save the day. No, we have to have a fighting spirit. We, we have to have uh, a, 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 the mentality of like Ben Franklin, we have a republic, but it's not guaranteed. We have to do our part. So MAGA Black is a grassroots in your own neighborhood outreach. Yes. It, it goes in with the understanding that civic responsibility starts in the home, in the family. And we can see right now, you've done the statistics about the breakup of the family. And that's what makes the left and the Democrats so dangerous because they take broken pieces 
with the promise of putting it all back together and they never deliver. That's the promise. Oh, we know your your family's broken up. The father's not in the home. We know that the, the mom is, is trying to take care of these kids all by herself. We know that... Uh, uh, there's only one income coming into the home and and that 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 your sons and daughters are exposed to evil and crime and and degradation we know we're going to put it all back together and they keep voting for it for that same democrat every single time and the neighborhoods get they get the community gets worse and worse and worse and worse but they keep going back either through peer pressure or through a spell it, it, it reminds me of witchcraft how are you going to sit there and vote for a person who's telling you, I'm going to kill all your babies? It's it's mind-boggling to me. And it, it's very interesting because one thing that was always evident to me and has been evident to you, like, for instance, I, I, I was born in Harlem, right? And my grandma lived in Lincoln Projects, okay? The Lincoln Projects. There is, a, there is a, a statue to Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president right there by the park in Lincoln Projects in Harlem, New York City. We learned as a kid in New York that the Republicans were the party of anti-slavery. And then, of course, to give us that lie that there was some sort of flip. We know that never really happened. The Dixiecrats and, and that and that racist, divisive. Uh, and it, it, it wasn't just racially uh, divisive. It was also economically divisive. Right. I mean, the uh, the the plantation owners didn't like the the uh, the sharecropping whites either it was just it was always a, it was always a class thing right i'm not talking about a, a south and north thing i'm just talking about a cultural thing yeah. and then you you get to the point where you don't as a as a black man you or as a as a person any person but especially as a black man you know having lived the first half of my childhood in black and latino communities uh predominantly black you start to look around and going it's been a long time that they've been saying that they're going to fix all of this but it doesn't get fixed. And then you, you hit the nail on the head. It's some sort of witchcraft. Demonic possession is real. People don't realize that. Just this, this wrong idea. And this is not a religious show, but obviously I'm a religious man. You're a pastor. So we know that this is a battle of powers and principalities. It's not, it, it's not just good and evil. It is forces outside of our human forces that are, trying to destroy everything that is sacred, not just for this, uh, for God, but for our nation, because let, let's just bring it down a notch, right? This, this nation was built on families, nuclear families, mother, father, children. It was built on industry, work, uh, yeah. thrift, uh, capitalism, you know, effort, not handouts. But how do the evil people control us? They control us with what? Uh, the, the state is your God. That yes. is why they're killing our babies and they don't want husbands and fathers in the black communities and the communities of color because then now the state becomes your father and the state religion is no God and Marxism and we the government are going to take care of you. So it, you know, whether you're religious or not, whether you're a Christian or not, it's very obvious that at the very least, the state wants you to worship them and be dependent on them. And that has been the absolute ruin of communities of color. And, it, it, and it's amazing to see that we now have what I would call a great or mass awakening of things that to me have been obvious for a long time. But I think what you had was you had Trump who, you know, we had, we had Obama 
Then we had Trump, and it's it was such a stark contrast between the failures of Obama, the first biracial black president, which was just the same crap we had under Bush, same thing we had under Clinton before. It was the same establishment politics, just an R and a D, wars, bombing of of people. As a person of color, how could you consciously uh, uh, support the bombing of brown women and children indiscriminately by drones? Yes, in, in nations that we don't have a conflict, we don't have we don't have a dog in that fight. But oh, it's okay because a black man is saying it. But when George Bush was saying it, it was wrong. Like these are the type of things that just I just never understood. But then as 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 Trump comes in, and I love I love how honest Trump was in the, was in the beginning, right in 2015, 2016, he told the black community, "What the hell do you have to lose? Give what me a chance. Give me give me give me a chance." Who was out there? Uh, Pastor Mark Burns. Uh, we had. We had, I mean, I, I just started, I'd never seen it like that with, 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 with a, a Republican. Were you, were you involved in that, Pastor Leon, uh, that, those early things of getting those? Yeah, uh, yeah, we, 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 you know, it was a lot of black past, Pastor Daryl Scott. Daryl Scott, you know, yeah, Daryl, uh-huh, um, Daryl. You know, and, and, and some of them that, that end up backstabbing Trump, so I ain't gonna say their names, but, you know, some that really stood there beside President Trump, Alveda King, you know, uh, that stood beside him, African-Americans, black people who wanted their communities to really build up, you know, the Opportunity Zones, the First Step Act, um, you know, and, and President Trump was not trying to discriminate who he let out. He let out Democrats, Republicans. He let out atheists. I mean, it was some folk didn't even believe in God. He said, look, he needs a pardon. <laughs> Just get him out of jail. He done served his time. There were men and women in the First Step Act. Act, and I'm going to introduce you to a couple of them because you need to have them on your show. But but they, they it has nothing to do with this little small religious concept that if you don't believe in my Jesus, I can't help you. That is so small. Our country was not founded upon if you don't believe in Jesus, we can't help you. <laughs> it was because we believe in Jesus, we can help anybody we want to. And everybody. And everybody. <laughs> Lottie, Dottie, and everybody. But but let's let's be clear here. We, not we, don't abdicate that to a corrupt government to do. No. We must do it. No, no. Uh, it, it was it was. Uh, I think it was John Adams or Hamilton that said this 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 Constitution was made for a moral people, a moral and spiritual people. It was not made for corrupt people. Once our founding fathers knew, once it goes corrupt, you no longer have a constitutional republic. Once the government, those are, who are control the level, you disqualify yourself from running the nation. And they put that trigger in place. That's why um, organizations such as yourself and Michael Black are so important now, because we're saying, wake up. Look who's in control. You have a regime now that is keeping the borders open on purpose. And allowing millions of people who don't who do not want to become Americans to come over here and take advantage of all the benefits, including the number one, the right to vote, the right to vote. An illegal immigrant, I said illegal now, and I'm saying an immigrant because some of us I, I got immigrants in our family that are legal. Yes. I'm talking about an illegal immigrant should never even touch a driver's license or the lever to vote. Never. But yet that's what's happening right under this regime's uh, watch in this, in this administration. 
And we can't let that happen. And MAGA Black is a solution to saying that, look, citizens vote, not illegal immigrants, citizens. And those who have paid the price, took the oath, took the classes. I mean, come on, good. there's a process there. There, there is, there is my, uh, my mother, <clears throat> excuse me, my mother-in-law is going through that right now. So, uh, I think almost everyone knows my wife's from Mexico. She's a naturalized citizen. So she came here to study. We met as students, uh, got married. And then she, you know, she, we got, I went through all the, all the legal hoops to be, so that she become a, you know, she'd go from a student visa to be, to being a permanent resident with a green card. Then she became, she had to take the classes and learn and answer the questions to become a citizen. She walked out, I think it was Pomona, California, I think is where it was, where she mm -hmm. had the swearing in ceremony. She came out. And there was right in the front, there was Democrats and she walked right past them and registered as a Republican. Um, yes. so that was cool. So yes. that my, you know, I now have my mother-in-law who bless her heart does, it's just really tough for her with the English, but, uh, but she's doing it, but yeah, but following the process and then yet someone who just comes through the, uh, comes through the, illegally through the, uh, into our country, gets the red carpet treatment, gets to go to the front of the line and while I, as a sponsor of my wife and my in-laws, had to prove my income for them to come here to prove there wouldn't be a burden that I would take care of them as a sponsor, now my tax money is going to pay for people that came in uninvited and not through the front door. It's and not who a do you think? And who do you think, BCP James, who do you think they're going to vote for if they come in here illegally? That's they're not going to vote for no Republicans. No, they're going to vote for they're going to vote for for the handouts. They're going to vote for the handouts, and 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 this is all plays into uh, the point that that I that I want to make is that we had Obama, then we had Trump, and Trump said, "Hey, what do you have to lose? Give me a chance." And then he did those things that you mentioned, uh, Pastor Leon. He did the first step. He did you know the opportunity zones. Uh, he he did you know then we know that the rising uh, tide lifts all ships. Black unemployment went down. Black home ownership went up. So did uh, employment and what have you. And then- But teenagers even, even teenagers got- Yes, yes. This is a big thing. A lot of people don't know. One of the biggest uh, economic experts, and I had to study him, I, you know, as I have an economics degree, was Thomas Sowell telling it, we cannot have minimum wage laws. Here's a black man, a total erudite, right? Very smart guy, top economist saying- it, it hurts black youth because you price them out of the economic, uh, the, the labor market, because you have a 16 year old in the uh, quote unquote hood. And are you going to give him a chance? Sure, you are at $8 an hour. But if it's $20 an hour, no, you're going to hire probably the, you know, she's an illegal alien mother who's 30 years old and you know that she needs that job and, and she's going to do that. And so that, that help that hurts the legal citizenry of our country. And not just, we're not just talking about, you know, uh, black children and Latino children, white children, also in rural America, uh, losing labor jobs as well in construction yes. or what have you. My, my, our, our white brothers and sisters uh, are losing out to this as well. This is a, this is an American problem. And I think, with Trump coming in right after Obama and Obama just yap, 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 talk, talk, talk. And people finally said, yeah, but he, by, by, by 2012, I knew a lot of black people that are like, I'm voting for Romney because I don't see, I see the same thing with, uh, with Obama. And they gave President Trump a chance. Maybe they didn't even give a President Trump a chance in 2016, but they sure as heck voted for him in 2020. 
And then we oh. get the we get the rigged election. We get we 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 almost see Trump sandwiched between the two, the second and third term of Obama, because we know that's really Obama's third term, right? Yes. Uh, so so we see that sandwich. So it seems like a foregone conclusion at this point that President Trump is gonna get 12 to 20 percent minimum of the black vote in 2024. How does Joe Biden even win with that exodus of voters from the Democrat base? The polls are even showing the more they indict him, and he has 91 counts and counting, the more they indict him, the more popular he gets. With the liberals, I'm talking about even independents and Democrats are saying something's not right. It's it's not right. And what we are doing is just sealing, you know, like when you get saved, it's not that giving your life to Jesus is not enough. It is enough. But once you do that, he, the word says he seals you with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> just to let everybody know that person is now GOP, God's property. Okay. And so what's going on with America, the seal that America belongs to those who love this constitutional republic, the seal is that now the spirit of America now is coming back to say, we're not just going to vote for you just because you have a D or R behind your, your, your name. We're going to look at the fruit. We, we're not doing this DNR mess no more. I, I mean, look at Joe Manchin. He's going independent. You know, he's like, forget this. And they are so afraid because we know what that really means, that a lot of the Democrat votes are going to be sucked up. And that's just a shoe in for, for, for the Republican that runs. And, and so, so many signs. Uh, the ages between 18 and 34, black men, they have left the Democratic Party. And now the women are coming right behind them. Black behind women them. are coming right behind them. We, 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 I say we as black men, we are leading this because I have seen, uh, and I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Pastor Leon, I've seen quite a few articles about how the black male is, is, has jumped on the Republican and the, uh, the, the, the Trump train, if you will, the, this exodus before the black women have, which I, you know, I find very interesting because, the, you know, obviously you come from an, an, an a moral Christian background. I am too. But if, if we, if we take a step back and look at the maybe not faith-based uh, parts of the black community, this is huge that the black man is leading the black community oh, back yes. to morality, back to uh, common sense. This is how the black community wins. It doesn't win with Democrat lies. It doesn't doesn't win with Republican truths or, or conservative truths, not, not to keep it partisan. It, it, it wins with the patriarchs and the family unit coming together again and voting grassroots for the people and the parties and the policies that give them freedom and opportunity and peace and protection and safety. And I think, I think that's being seen in huge numbers. Let, let me read you a few headlines here. The New York times as black voters drift to Trump, Biden's allies say they have work to do. New York times, Woo! New York times that, that that's not, that's not 
Fox News. That's not BCP.news. You know, uh, let's move on. Washington Post. Trump hits new poll highs with black Hispanic voters. What to make of it? Uh, what what to make of it? They they feel like they're blindsided by this. Like they live in a bubble, especially these journalists live in a bubble. They think that everyone lives in their community and their bubble and see things. But we see this, this, this stark reality. Detroit News. This is news from Detroit. I've got family in Detroit. Anyone ever been to Detroit? Very, very strong black community. Yeah. James Craig. Black voters will help Donald Trump win Michigan in 2024. And, and we, we can go through lots of different headlines where even the Washington Post and the, and the New York Times can't deny this shift of black and brown. I don't, you know, we say people of color, whatever. I don't really care for that term because, you know, I'm a black American. I'm an American who's black. My wife's an American who's Mexican. You know, we we can we can appreciate those cultures, but we're all American, right? And we all want the same yeah. thing: peace, yeah. prosperity, security, opportunity, and freedom. Now, I want, I want to shift this a little bit because I know this is this is very a very passionate point with you, as it is with me, and that is another thing that this godless Marxist government is doing in indoctrinating our kids and confusing them. We've talked about we've talked about men and women. Because men are men and women are women. And my Christian view is I feel, I really feel, I I have compassion for those that are confused. I have compassion for those that have all types of mental illnesses or confusions or what have you. But it doesn't mean that we buy into that wrong view of, uh, of, of, of gender. I know you feel very strongly about this and how it's affecting the community and the family. I want to hear your comment on that. Yeah, as a pastor, because MAGA Black is not just about the political jargon. You, you, you know what I mean? Uh, dealing with economy, dealing with trade, dealing with the borders, dealing with, you know, uh, education. But the, the, the whole thing about the family, this, this goes dear to my heart. You know, I thought about wearing a suit today. And I say, you know what? I'm going to do, James. I'm going to say, and we talked about this before the show. I'm going to put my MAGA black shirt on and my hat. You know, I was going to, you know, and I felt like if we can't take off our suit sometimes, what are we really doing? And it looks like with Congress, they can't take off that suit. They can't take it off to go really go down and talk to the people and, and really understand what the people really want. And they really want a strong family. They want a dad and a mom they they want a father who's a male and a mother who's a female because th- those are two different um we say like dr miles Monroe, uh one species two different products <laughs> you know the manufacturer you know decided to have these two this one species called man let us make man in our image in our likeness and let them have uh, dominion over the uh, birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and everything that creepeth on the ground. And he blessed, it said he blessed them both, male and female. Yeah. And and, and so to confuse that, you're basically telling, because basically image means blueprint. That means uh, when you look at a male, what does a male look like? And you look at a female, what does a female look like? That's image. 
but likeness is functionality. And we know the male does not function the same way as the female, because then we couldn't have the other part, which is in dominion, is to be fruitful. Uh-oh, two men cannot have a baby. I'm sorry, two males can't. To be fruitful and to multiply, and I know a lot of people want to go deeper into meaning, is talking also about uh, productivity, your works. But let's go down to the basic of biology. A man is what we call XY chromosome, and a female man is XX. The, the male determines what comes out, a boy or a girl. Two men <laughs> cannot do that, or two uh, women. And so the whole thing about the family, this transgenderism, this, this whole thing about changing your sex, that's, that's, that's literally putting, and I'm not trying to curse because this is a rated PG show, that's like putting your middle finger up at God and saying, I don't care what you said. I'm going to make my own blueprint and I'm going to go into the manufacturers, you know, the what is it called? Um, when you get that book, you're supposed to read all the instructions, you know, manual? the manual. Yeah, I'm going to go into the manual and rewrite it. That's like basically saying I'm going to go into the Bible. This is what AI is trying to do <laughs> and rewrite the Bible and say, no, God didn't really mean a male like a male. <laughs> He meant whatever you say. No, I identify as a male. No, he, that's not in the Bible. He meant a male as a male. It anatomically, a male has a penis and a and a female has a vagina. Boy, I just hope that's PG enough. Wow, that's that's uh, biology. I think I learned. Well, I learned that from my parents, but I think school introduced that to me in fourth or fifth grade in in in, in health ed. But see that this confusion. You know, bringing it full circle is once again part of the control, part of the if 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 people are confused as to their sex and gender, and they aren't having, uh, you know, they're not getting married, not having children. All of a sudden, that gives the state more power yet again. That is yeah. why they are. That's why they are in their schools with this indoctrination. These are godless people. Well, their God is uh, is the enemy of all righteousness. But they're telling people, no, 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 there's no God. There's no God. It's us. Do what you want. It's okay. And that is that is a that that is a control mechanism. Not Here's the thing about hate. And the, the thing about hate, too. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. Go ahead. But the thing about hate, they, they say now, if I can't say anything about a person's lifestyle, that's hate speech. You know, and God forbid if a crime happens, like a homicide or a murder, then it's called a hate crime. But it first started with first and foremost talking about a lifestyle. And if I can't say anything about a person's lifestyle and that becomes hate, well, go to Proverbs chapter six and let's talk about what God really hates. <laughs> you know, a person that sheds innocent blood, a person that's a tail bearer, a, a person uh, that, that doesn't want to work. I mean, he, he goes through these six things and the seventh is spreading discord amongst the brethren. These are the, the, the six things God hates and the seventh is an abomination. And you mean to tell me 
nothing in there about what God hates is about can't talk about your lifestyle choices. And this is really what we call a mental illness. This is a mental health crisis. And 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 and, and I know some preachers, because I'm a preacher, pastoring for 21 years, some of these pastors have been stricken with a mental disease when they can't even talk about a male and a female in their pulpits. Where they have to back away and say, oh, well, I can't define what a woman is. I can't define what a what a what a man is. In your pulpits, you can't tell us what a male looks like and what a female looks like. That's a sickness. That's a mental illness. Something happened to your mind when you preach over your pulpit and have men dressed up like women getting ordained. I had to go there. Some of these pastors are going to be judged so harshly for destroying the nuclear family. They're going to have to answer to God for that. And I, I'm not biting my tongue. I'm talking about big mega church pastors. I'm not going to say no names because I don't, I don't want nobody to get in trouble. But I'm telling you, I don't care how many books, CDs, videos, how many awards you done got, Grammy Awards and everything, God is going to judge you with all them trophies and you and them trophies are going straight to hell by changing up God's original plan for male and female. They, they, they're going to have to answer for that. I'm sorry, James. I, I'm passionate about this, man. This oh, well, dude, We are... I, we can't I, I play you, with this. I, I know you. I know you are. We've had several conversations on this, and that's why I, I brought the the subject up um, because I feel very strongly uh, as well about the the family. You know, I've got uh, I, I've got four kids. I I, I recently uh, I, was it uh, two days ago on Tuesday. Uh, so our our men's group, right? We have we have someone who leads uh, our, our 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 quorum of elders, and uh, his wife just had a baby. And so in our congregation, we have the uh, tradition that we bring, you know, the, the, the families, the families will bring a meal for that first week or two, uh, so that the mother wow. can rest, rest and relax and dad can help mom and not to worry about trying to be like Mr. Mama, what have you. And so, uh, he, ha he's with his fourth child and we just started, you know, I dropped off the Mexican food that my wife made and we were just talking about this and he has younger children. Like my, my, my youngest, uh, is 18. And he's off now serving the Lord, doing his, his own thing. But he's he's younger than me and his youngest is just born. Right. So and and we're talking about he he has these concerns about all of the indoctrination that's going on in schools and his children. Like this is something that I I'm passionate about. But let me be honest, I don't have to deal with like new younger parents and families. Right. But that being said, I do have a married daughter. I have a son in law. They're starting their family here. And so, yeah, as a future, hopefully very soon, uh, Chiquita, Flaquita, if you're listening to this very soon, we're looking forward to being a, a, a grandparent. Th this, this, is, this is a sickness that doesn't just, it's a big social issue. Who, who thought it would be a social issue? But it is a family issue because what they're trying to do is destroy our families by confusing children from very, very young. And I can't even imagine for, for our BCP uh, family that do have young children. Many of them are in our demographic, probably may, maybe have grandchildren or, having, or, or nieces and nephews that have to deal with this. Um, I feel passionately about this because I am passionate about God, family, nation, and they're going after God, right? Like you say, you say the, you say the wrong thing, wrong think about God. It's hate speech. Then 
you say the wrong thing about the family and sex and gender and it's hate speech. And what they're doing is they're silencing people. And that's going to be, that's going to be the destruction of the nation. What nation thrives without families? What nation thrives without Man. families? I, I know we're kindred spirits on that. And that's why I legged you that question. Cause I, I know I you're passionate about it. I grew my beard this year. You know, normally, you know, I'm clean face. When people see me political as a politician, clean face. And the Lord said, grow the beard. Now I'm a grandfather. I just turned a grandfather back in October of this year. Oh, congratulations. I missed that because it hadn't happened yet when we, when we, when yeah. I last saw you. Yeah. So, I, you know, October around 12th, 13th, I had a, I had a grandchild, Amira. And I'm saying God, because, you know, I'm thinking as, you know, as a politician, I, I don't, I don't back away from that. I know I'm in politics, but the Lord said, grow the beard. I was like, what? <laughs> I want my clean face shaven. He said, grow the beard for now. So I don't know when the Lord's going to say, cut it. I'll cut it when he says, cut it, but I'm growing it for now because I just want to be a man. You know what I mean? Jay? Mm. I just want to mm. be a man. Mm. I, I feel that I hadn't thought about it that way, but. But yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Some people have expectations on you. Mm -hmm. You know, politicians wear clean shaven and da 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 da. Wear suit tie. No, sometimes you just need to be a man. And my bishop used to say, "Look, ain't no woman." I'm, I'm saying how he says it in his vernacular. Ain't no woman gonna like a man, a too much man. Come on, he too much man. No woman's <laughs> gonna gonna, com gonna complain about being too much man. And that means a man that is wrong or a man that is right. Just be a man. And this nation is crying out right now for men that want to just be a man. Just be a man. Take it. Take the blame. Take the fault. You know, if, it, if it's all messed up, take the blame. You know, you don't hear Biden say anything with the crash and the fall of our energy reserves and the open borders and all this fentanyl coming over. You don't hear him taking no blame for that. But but as soon as we get a up in the stock market, he here he comes peeking out his ugly face, coming out there talking about, oh, did not, did not do that. No, <laughs> no. If you're going to take the credit for when, when things look like it's going right, you also got to take the credit for when things look like it when it's going wrong. And maybe, James, I got a secret. Maybe that's why so many men are turning into women. Because they don't want to take the weight and the responsibility when things go wrong. And that's it's why it's easy real, to be a victim. And that's why real men are conservative or libertarian or free thinking. Um, awesome. Pastor Leon, leave, leave, leave us with some action steps because okay. with some <laughs> action steps on what to do at a grassroots level uh, to help Trump win 2024 to do our part to be vigilant so they don't steal the election again and to promote the family. Uh, that was, well, I want people to go to any of those things, but give us, give us action points. Yeah. I want people to first foremost, get to pray about their part in their community and ask God what their part is in their community. I mean, first and foremost, take care of your family and, and then, and then vote of course. But now we're talking about organizing, and getting around your community. And it might not be your party. I hate to say it like that, because sometimes some of the, the local Republican parties are a dumpster fire and they don't want to reach out into the black and brown community anymore. So go to our website, magablack.org, 
and sign up because we're going into the community and we're showing them how to organize, uh, how to put together a local unit. Yeah, we're showing them how to do it. And they're going, well, we already got a, a local unit. Well, what if your local unit believes in abortion? <laughs> what if your local unit, and they call it reproductive health or whatever, re reproductive health choice. No, how to form a local unit. We'll do training on how to recognize uh, discrepancies in your voter registration process. That means from poll watching to election uh, we call it election integrity, how to recognize when people in your area are not doing the right thing when it comes to registration of voters. We, we, we're going deep into this thing. We've been showing people even how to organize a canvassing team. That means how to go out and knock on doors and ask the right questions. Because sometimes you go, and some people, you pay them $25 an hour, and they don't care. They're just looking at their watch to see what time it is. And they don't know what they don't know what questions to ask when it comes to find out what people really, really want a representative to be. We call it campaigning without a candidate. And we show them how to properly canvas. And this is just local grassroots. So this is nothing... You know, trying to get them to be a senator, congressman, or anything like that. We're just talking about local activity from the registrar to polling and to, of course, election day. We have a whole blueprint blueprint of showing how you from the local, local grassroots can make sure that your vote counts. One vote. One vote. That's it. You only get one vote. I know some people are voting. I heard some people say, I voted three times. <laughs> vote, vote, vote early, vote often. <laughs> Democrat so motto. Those, are, those are basic things. And we're inviting anyone, Black, Brown, and White Unite, to join us, to get with us. And we, we, we have tr training manuals. We developed manuals back in 2021. So we have a whole book <laughs> of what to do. So it's already written. It's not like we got to make up stuff, you know? We wrote these manuals back in 2021. We used them in 2022, but they were still cheating. <laughs> we did win the house back in 2021 in Virginia. It's a, it's a shame to see what, what what has happened since 2021. Why they couldn't keep the house and 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 gain the Senate? But that's another whole show right there, as far as what happened. But mm. we have a blueprint, a manual, so we're not asking anyone to reinvent the wheel. And we're also showing people how to coalesce. That means uh, there are already organizations on the ground. How do you connect with other organizations that have the same mentality and common, or we call it common shared values? And we show you how to coalesce because, you know, people have egos, so we don't want people to feel like we're trying to take them off of their rhythm. But in 2024, we need... We don't say all hands on deck. We need all minds on deck. We need your mind first before we get your hands. Because if your mind ain't right, your hands are going to do something else. So we talk about coalitions. And we are excited because uh, we plan to go in several different states, battleground states. I'll mention a few of them right now. Georgia is one. Pennsylvania is another one. 
and Wisconsin. We got a few others that we're looking at right now. Um, but but we we know that the black and brown vote in those areas, woo, as Jesus said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Yeah. And, and, and so the harvest is plentiful. And, and we know that the black and brown vote is what's going to get Trump in. So black, brown, and white unite. You know, if, if, if people, and I'm just using this vernacular right now, if white people really want to get involved right now, help, help us. I'm serious. Stop giving your money to the party and help organizations that are actually going to make a difference in 2024. I'm not ashamed. Boy, I, I know back in the day, I used to be scared to say that, but I, I'm not ashamed. Help yeah, us. Don't give, don't give your money to the RNC because, you know, no. McConnell and everyone else is going to give it to the, the establishment people. We need to put it to the causes that we actually believe in yeah. at the grassroots level. Yeah. So if you're a white person sitting on $40 billion, and for that matter, if you're a black and brown person, because, you know, we got some secret lovers out there that are trying to hold on to their money and, and they don't know what to do because they don't know who to trust. Help us. Help us. Don't don't just hoard your money like the Bible says. The man, there was a wealthy man who had a whole lot of money and he didn't have enough space to put his stuff. He says, I'll build a bigger barn. And the Lord said, you fool, because the day I require your souls, who's going to spend all your money after I take you out of here? So don't build a bigger barn. Ask God to tell you where to distribute those resources in this season. If you have that type, if you're rolling in the dough like that, don't hoard it and make a bigger barn. Hmm. It's not just a resource of money, but a resource of time and energy and talent. Time and energy. We're looking for volunteers as well. Yes, we are skill sets and and this this is something that i'm very excited about you know as person that loves people as you know we love people you love people james and it's real that's 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 why i support you i support and i'm not ashamed to say i, su I support uh bcp i support black conservative patriot um not just with mouth lip service <laughs> you know uh but but i i really appreciate what you do to bring people together from all walks of life. I heard about, man, you got people from Australia, you got people from Germany, you got That's people crazy. from all around the it's, world. It's, it's, it's crazy being in another country and someone screaming your name. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's surreal because the, the message is universal, right? Peace, prosperity, uh, and, and liberty and, you know, and, and, and the family and what's important to, to all of God's children. Pastor Leon, where do people find you on social media? Well, they, they can go to, of course, our website. They can go to magablack.org, M-A-G-A-B-L-A-C-K. That's very simple, .org. They can find me on Facebook at Leon Benjamin on Facebook. They go to Instagram and find me there, uh, Bishop Benjamin. Also, I still have my congressional page up on Twitter, Benjamin. Uh, Leon, uh, it's Leon, the number four Congress on Twitter. And, 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 uh, they can also find us, my church, if they want to come to church, because I'm pastoring in two locations uh, in Virginia. They can go in to New states, Life. In two states. Uh, two states. Two states, yeah. You're currently in Tulsa, but you're also in Virginia. You have two congregations, so you're, you're, yeah. you're a busy man. Yeah. 
but but God allows you when you have a passion to do something. He uh, doesn't divvy up your time. He prioritizes your time because you, you, you can't be juggling. I don't juggle no more because when you juggle something, you're going to drop something. I, I've learned how to prioritize so that me and my wife, because that's priority. I told her today, I sent a text to her today. Home is first. And so baby, get ready. Cause I, cause I got some stuff for you this Thanksgiving. I mean, I just, <laughs> this, this, I mean, we got to take care of home. But then God gives you the prioritization, uh, like Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So you don't have to juggle nothing. Please, man, don't juggle. Because once you drop something and drop it a couple of times, people are going to stop depending on you. <laughs> Prioritize. I like Prioritize that. your time. I like Glory be to God. First things first. Well, much love and big hug to you, Pastor Leon. I'm so glad we had this conversation. And I know that uh, our our BCP family is going to enjoy it as well. And family, listen to the pastor. Get involved. Let's do our part locally, grassroots. This will be something, this will be a theme that we'll be talking more about between here and November of next year. This will be a running theme on this show. Thank you. God bless. Ciao to everyone. Big hug to all. We're in a situation where we have put together... And you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.